Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to another Basketball Wives After Show. This is Season 8, Episode 6. And I'm so excited because I have my girl OG in the building. And we finally get a Ponderosa. And Jen and Evelyn finally make amends. Stay tuned right here for all that and more. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz We're going to get into this episode. We're going to do an interview at the end. Plus, we have some news and gossip. Mm. And um, I just want to shout out some of our loyal fans because you guys always leave in comments. Fat Phil, CC Free, Kia J, Lynn Phillips, Kira Love. Thank you so much for leaving comments. And everybody that leaves a comment. I couldn't name you all. It's like a lot of y'all. So, I know you're in the live chat showing us love right now. Make sure you participate and comment and show us love. I'm your host, Miss Conversation Peace. And OG, of course, is here. Yes. My lovely co-panelist, uh, Daisy and Brianna. Hi, Daisy. Yes. Yes. So, ladies, <laughs> please give me your overall thoughts of the episode. I know you were involved, oh, so you you got the inside scoop. But let us know what you just feel about this episode, OG. This episode was very interesting to like watch outside of your skin. It's like it's one thing to be there, but then it's another thing to like relive it and rewatch it. And just seeing it again, it just brings up those same emotions you had that day, which is like unbothered. Mm-hmm. Uh, we came <laughs> in peace. You saw Jen, Dominique, Jackie, and I had an amazing ride up to San Diego. We bonded as women. We came into the house and immediately was greeted with negative energy. Mm. And we just kind of just was like, okay we rolled with the punches y'all don't want us in the main house cool we'll stay in the guest house uh you don't want to have dinner with us cool whatever you want to do where's the pool this is the vacation mm-hmm. all right okay. you take it away what do you feel i'm just gonna piggyback off what og said because you just could tell the turmoil was very one-sided okay right. every time evelyn had an attitude jen was just like okay <laughs> If you won't go to, you don't have to eat dinner. There's rice at home. You know what I mean? All right. And so it was just one sided. And then, you know, the big kaboom. Like, I was waiting for this to splash. And listen, I haven't seen a drink being thrown in a long time. I was waiting for that moment. Mm-hmm. It happened. It came and left. I don't think that Jen deserved it, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we're a little bit past throwing drinks in the face, but it brought us back to a moment where I think there's a, a little olive branch being. Donated. <laughs> so we'll see what happens next. Well, I don't ever think you're past getting a, dr- a drink thrown in your face when you're talking about someone's child. But it didn't land, so hey, it's whatever. Um, better a drink than hands, because the last thing I would want to see is Evelyn put hands on Jennifer, because that's something she could never take back. And I don't really know Jennifer as much of a fighter, so it would be sad to watch. But it ended on a positive note. We know it's not going to last, <laughs> but it ended on a positive yeah, note. Yeah, it ended on a positive 
positive note, but it started out real tense. It was tension in the air. You could cut it with a knife. Um, Evelyn didn't even want to go to dinner with you guys. Like it was, right. it was just why so angry? We know why she was angry, but we were prepped that everyone was coming. Right. So what? Why did she like not anticipate that you guys would spend time with each other? That's I mean, what I don't understand. Here's the thing. I am all for the rule where you do not talk about somebody's child. However, let's call a spade a spade. At the end of the day, when Evelyn is gallivanting around, talking about, don't talk about my daughter, don't talk about my daughter, don't talk about my daughter. It's like, what do you think you're doing when you're talking about myself, or when you're talking about Jen, or anyone else? You are talking about somebody else's daughter. Mm -hmm. So, if we're going to play this don't talk about somebody's daughter, then that means you don't get to say shit about anyone. Mm -hmm. Because we are all women, and we all have mothers, and at the end of the day, you are still doing a hypocritical move, Mm -hmm. where you're talking about somebody else's daughter. As you can see, I have not said anything <laughs> negative about these hyenas Ooh. till this moment because they have talked about my mother's daughter. Right. You know what? <laughs> That's a lot right there because it, it was very uh, strange to me how Dominique was just thrown in a crossfire because mm-hmm. I don't think she came with uh, ill intentions. Do you guys think not that at she all. came like that? I don't think she did either, but it's kind of one of those things where you feel like you're at war, so it's like whoever you bring is is with you, mm-hmm. and so you're gonna get hit with that straight bullet too. And I was a, I'm gonna commend Evelyn for having a mature moment and being like, you know, my beef is not even with you because mm-hmm. she looked absolutely crazy. I mean, she was directing her head energy in all the wrong places. It's because she's bouncing off her like anybody could get it. But again, we're grown. Is she? She's trying to get a resolution here. She's trying to get an apology. She was going way backwards, trying mm-hmm. to fight everybody in her direction. So Dominique, I mean, and Dominique was very very mature about how she yeah, handled it. I like yeah. her. She was not if you buck if you want to go ahead, but right. at the end she was just like, I don't even know what that girl problem is. I'm yeah. cool. You cool? You <laughs> yeah. Know? So I agree. I really like Dominique because she has a cool head and she has that positive energy and she didn't care. Anything that Jennifer might have told her before, she came in with no judgment, unbiased. She was just there for her friend. Right. And it sucks because, because I see what a cool-headed person Dominique is. I feel like her she would be a good person that Evelyn could have in her corner mm-hmm. because she would put her in check. And um, even though Shawnee kind of plays that role sometimes, I feel like Dominique gives her more of a realistic reality yeah. check that is needed. I don't think Shawnee really puts Evelyn in check the way Evelyn should be put in check. No, that's yeah, why I'm yeah. saying that she doesn't give, yeah, she doesn't give it Evelyn, to her. I mean, Shawnee plays that just kind of calm. Calm. Mm-hmm. I don't think I really like this, that you did that. Are you tripping, girl? Well, <laughs> she's she, trying to play cool with everybody. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. She, think so? But like, yeah. I feel like she's that close with Evelyn. Like Outside the show, Like that's supposed to be her girl, just like Jen was with all that history. You need that one person in your corner who's going to also have your back, probably in public, but in private, be like, are you tripping? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Why'd you throw that drink? Well, here's here's my thing. I, I'm not with the the friendship in private. Like I hear what all of you guys are saying, but my thing is this: like it's one thing to take up for your friend publicly or not take up for them publicly, but the private conversations. I'm a strong believer that if the disrespect is public, mm-hmm. the apology should be public, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. vice versa. If it's private, then it's private. We are on a show. We're making a show, and we are also part of an ensemble cast where we have to interact with people that maybe we might not usually interact with. 
Evelyn is a different species, okay? Mm-hmm. Jen has already apologized a year ago from what I remember. And so the fact that we're still rehashing these moments, it's a little dry in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where it's like, is an apology enough? Are you going to continue to crucify this woman after she's already apologized? Because, I mean, how many apologies do you need before you move on? Or maybe you never move on, but you have to own that. So you said, sorry, so you're saying that Jennifer apologized to Evelyn a year ago about the comment she allegedly made about Shawnee. Yes. So how come in the last episode, Jennifer was kind of acting like she didn't say anything? Like she wouldn't take credit for it. She got a drink thrown at her. Oh, so that made her... You have to also understand, now things were said about her mother. So now... You know, sometimes we apologize, yeah. and maybe it's half-hearted, maybe it's whole-hearted. I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. not the person giving it. But when you start throwing low blows again, you kind of want to be like, oh, give me that apology back. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Give me that like back. You know, give me that comment back. Evelyn you know? is saying that she respects Jen's mom, but you're disrespecting Jen in the grieving process. That's what Correct. I don't get. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's a hard thing to watch because as she's breaking down, I'm breaking down like, oh my god, I can only imagine going through something like this and being stressed out due to the fact that you know someone that I'm close with won't even hear me out and 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 just see that I'm hurting like you can't see the pain in my face and the the pain in my voice like Mm -hmm. I I don't even know where to go like I'm glad they just made amends I mean we'll get into it later but I'm just glad it it absolutely it worked out because sometimes you know it doesn't matter how much history you have with someone sometimes you need to cut the person out of your life but I don't think that is the case with uh, Evelyn and Jen. Right. I wish them the best. Honestly, it's just when you're dealing with death, mm-hmm. you you there is no right or wrong way right. to grieve. I've lost a parent. I've lost a sibling. I completely can relate to where Jen is at mentally on some levels. Um, Evelyn has her daughter still present, so there's room for them to still make amends with people that are still living. Right. When you make a comment about somebody who's no longer living, it's very hard to erase that. Yeah. So you just got to be choice with your words. Even a stray comment, I would say, because Evelyn could play the defense saying, I never said anything about your mother. I said it about you. But when you mm-hmm. mention the mother, then this becomes a whole big thing. Yeah. Just like I never said anything about Shawnee's. I said something about you being a bad mother. But then your intern saying something about right. Shawnee's. Right. So you have to just be picking your words very carefully because you can't tell someone how to take offense. Exactly. So, Ochi, I want to ask you, for you personally, what is a moment would make you say, you know what, I need to do without this friend? Because it's a conversation that we had, I think, last week. And we were saying, like, what would it take for you to finally cut off a friendship? Me, personally, I don't cut off my friends. I Mm -hmm. feel like they cut themselves off. I allow you to show your true colors. I allow you to show me who you are. And if I realize that in this evaluation, you're not bringing anything to the table. Mm-hmm. I just simply move on. If it takes a moment where I have to say, like, bitch, don't call me no more, like, we've done, mm-hmm. then that was really never a friend to mm-hmm. begin with. And I feel like it should back. never get to that level. Mm-hmm. I have friends that I've never fought with in over 20 years. Mm-hmm. Since high school. Never yeah. fought. Maybe mm-hmm. been like, girl, maybe you shouldn't talk to that guy, but if you want to, you like him, I love him. But it's never been verbal. It's never been nasty. Like, I don't allow my friendships to get vulgar. Mm-hmm. And that's because yes. I have high standards with who I choose to be yes. friends with. Right. So so I can't relate to this scenario because I'm I'm not going to allow someone to disrespect me and throw a drink in my face and then hug them five seconds later. Right. I just, right. Even different. though there's 20 year history. Exactly. It could be 20 years of negativity. Right. But time yeah. means nothing. Yeah, it can be toxic. It means yeah. nothing to me. It's what you do with that time. Right. Well, speaking of friends, uh, we got reintroduced to a couple of new friends. Right. We got the Dominique and then Vanessa. They're showing up. Mm-hmm. They're bringing a little... <laughs> Sorry. A little... <laughs> <Say it> again, <laughs> child. They're bringing a little spiciness to the mix. 
you know, um, and we get the Ponderosa that be, <laughs> we've been waiting for. We love Jackie's Ponderosa. She said, and this we is get, where I shine. Right, we get to the bottom of a lot of things, and they're basically saying that they perceive Dominique as Jen's hype man. And that, you know, instead of her just being a support system, like, maybe she's the one that's, you know, being the shoulder to cry on for Jen or whatever, instead of taking it negatively, like, why can't she have someone in her corner? Like, nobody's on her side. Shawnee's halfway, you know, there. She has a heart because she sees she's hurting, but Jen needs somebody. So, um, what do you think about, like, just when they sat down and then the breakdown and how they expected Jen to say something different at the dinner. I will say this. You know, when you're in the moment, you say a lot more than when you're put in a moment. Jen was freestyling how she truly felt at that moment, and I commend her for doing that, for being honest. But at the same time, it's like when it's relayed back, you're hearing, I I was there, and Jen never said, I want to apologize for this, this, and this. And I did ask her later, like, is there anything that you feel like you want to own up to? Here's your chance so we Mm -hmm. can bury it. It's up to her, though. She and Evelyn have been in that situation. We, as people just on the outside looking in, we don't know all Mm -hmm. the details. Mm -hmm. We don't know all the betrayals and all the good times. 20 years. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's a long time Mm -hmm. to have built up whatever, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's up to them as women to want to say, are we going to hash it out or not? And with Shawnee, I will say this. I think she is in a different space as well, probably because she felt like she was being lied on. Same with Tammy. Like, if you Mm -hmm. feel like somebody is lying on you, you also feel like you're owing an apology. So there's different... Mm -hmm movement to each problem in that scenario so but what I was confused about is when she was saying like it just took Jen breaking down in front of her uh, for the second time for her to realize that Jen was hurting like who wouldn't know that a person is hurting when their parent passes away like that's not surprising I think it's when you have all that anger blocking you you don't see stuff like that because you don't want to you don't want to have sympathy for someone because you have so much anger so like Evelyn wanted to stay mad at Jennifer. Right. It was just easier for her to ignore it. And Shawnee said that. She said, I know you want to be mad. Mm-hmm. I think that was a time where Evelyn actually broke down because you see the humanity in it. Mm-hmm. This is still your friend. We are still humans. When the cameras come off, Jen's mom's not coming back. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? She still has to deal with this. And I feel like Evelyn finally got to it. Like The actual situation is valid in the anger, but it also is petty because, like you said, there was an apology a year back and then it's the back and forth the back and forth but did she say this about Shani did she not and that is so petty as grown women I just feel like they could have came to amends a long time ago well yeah you have to also if you break down the apologies the problem is a lot of us are giving blanketed apologies so we Mm -hmm. don't know exactly what your apologies Mm -hmm. if I've said anything to offend you I'm sorry Mm -hmm. well no obviously we're mad about something in particular so let's apologize for that particular thing and then we know I said I'm sorry for this and now we move on Mm -hmm. but when you leave it so open it's like I gave you an apology well bitch I don't know what you was apologizing right. for. Yes. There's like, no real accountability. Exactly. Too. Like, if I said something, it's not taking accountability. It's saying that you chose, you might have gotten offended if yeah. you, if maybe, right. but I didn't say that. And so I, at that apology at the end of the episode, I I feel like Evelyn is just broken down and tired as well, so she took it. But me, I was just like, that if word? What do you mean if I yeah, said it? Girl? I hate that. Mm. I don't accept anything. If you start an apology like with if, 
anything, it's not real. No, period. Right. You just got to really start with, I'm sorry for. Yeah. Right. And well, that's it. We always keep it real here on After Buzz TV. So, Adeze, let the people know how we feel about them tuning in each and every week <laughs> to watch Basketball Wise. We love you guys, and we thank you so much for making After Buzz TV the ESPN of TV talk and always tuning in with us for the Basketball Wives After Show. If you're on YouTube, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Leave us a comment. Let us know how good OG looks tonight. Let me know how good I'm yes. tonight. She got the girls out. Who's on the best show, guys? What about me? You got jumbo girls. <laughs> they not out, but I see them. They're there. And if you're on iTunes, leave us five stars and let us know that we're five star girls and that we're doing a yes. great job. After Bus has changed all of our lives and we are so happy to be here with you guys. So thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. Um, like, comment, subscribe. And let's just get into how Malaysia got a chance to meet with Byron and she's letting Kristen know what was said. You know, Byron um, has raised Thomas for 35 years and he considers him his child. And um, he says he, he never relayed any information to you to hurt anyone. So... Kristen is 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 excited to hear that because now she feels like she has some hope for her family. So, what do you when you got the information, what made you just say it? So, there's a lot of moving parts to what really transpired building up to that evening and that evening. I will say this, not once do you ever hear me say Byron said I can use this as a weapon. Right. That was completely fabricated and a lie by Malaysia. I never once said that. I actually never even brought up Byron's name outside of the fact that I said Byron is not Thomas's biological father. In the midst of that sentence, I also said there's nothing wrong with the blended family. I also said he is a good grandfather and you should not have embarrassed the family like that by saying he wasn't. All the good points went out the door because Kristen's theatrics, um, the overacting and overreacting to something you already know and something that's not a secret is it's, it's weird. And so for me, I'm like, the Lakers threw you guys a whole party about this years ago. So why she reacted that way, I don't know. I will say this, my timing might not have been the best, but at the same time, I was being poked at and attacked, which a lot of people were not privy to prior to that happening. So if you're gonna poke a hungry bear, we're mm. gonna eat. Right. Now I wanna do I do wanna bring up a point and ask a question. Do you feel like um Kristen's part of Kristen's reaction might have come to the fact that she said something offensive to you that was bleeped out for us so we don't know the exact words, but we made right. inference. Mm-hmm. And so in return to that offensive comment, you brought that up so it seemed like ammo? Here's what happened. No bullshit. <laughs> Kristen, can I say bullshit? Can you I say bullshit? Right. You are right. 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 I don't know if they're going to bleep that out. You know, here's, here's what happened, okay? Kristen had made so many false allegations with the cameras not rolling, with the cameras rolling, that she'll probably never own up to. In fact, she has owned up to one on camera. I literally said it because she was saying, I don't know her. I don't know of her. We don't have any mutual friends. I'm a liar. I'm this. I said, no, you're a liar. Your life is fake. Mm -hmm. And then how? How? You guys didn't get to see a lot of it. We have such a short amount of time to give you guys a four-hour argument in less than an hour. So you're going to get one to two minutes 
of that argument each episode, and it doesn't allow each person. Girl, that, how long do y'all be arguing? Because like, I don't want to argue that long. Well, it depends. Are, are we arguing? Are we laughing at a bitch? Right. Are we trying to say, "Listen, you digging? You keep digging yourself deeper." Right. There is something that we did talk about with that whole thing because uh, you did make the comment about uh, it's a blended family and it's something that you should be proud of. Absolutely. Um, but it's something. I think it was more the tone as well as the timing. Do you think that if you said it in a different tone, it wouldn't have been received like the way it was? No. Who wants to hear their reality? (laughs) If you go around telling everybody you're a basketball wife and you'll never be a basketball wife and I am, and then it's like, girl, actually, thank you. (laughs) When you start, you know, because she had made comments about my man um, not playing or not being a good player, and I'm like, girl, your man's never even played on a team. Oh, she can't say. You see what I'm saying? So these are things that you guys aren't privy to. Mm -hmm. Like, when people keep talking about you behind your back and you keep getting it come back, it's like, girl, give me that go and I'm a go. And I, 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 you know. I always knew you weren't just saying it for no reason. But you know how editing really takes the story it makes a completely different mm-hmm. story because you were even for me I'll admit you were really vilified I'm like how could she yeah. say that even though it's the truth in that way even though we know what the beep, the bleep bleep stuff I thought that was out of line completely but then I, I was saying like my favorite saying is you cannot tell somebody how to play defense once you play offense so like if you're going to talk about my man right. and my family and then I say something you can't be like oh that well there's it's out of line like, it's only out of line when it's happening to the bullies right when the right. bullies are bullying or when they're attacking somebody else it's justified and now, that's which, why in the end I was like I'm not doing this fake shit like right. yeah. you guys never see what anyone says to me or you make somebody look like oh what are you talking about nobody's coming for you OG oh my god yes they are I was wondering what you meant by that so, oh yeah, I knew there was, there was so more much more. Okay. So, do you feel like Shawnee, Shawnee was justified in her upsetness at you? Like, like she kind of was like, you just don't talk. She you don't expose, like you don't bitch. expose people's families. I'm she not said. exposing anything if it's already public. It. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, I was actually just confused with her reaction. As so, well. where, mm-hmm. where are you and Shawnee staying now? Shawnee and I are cool. Like, Shawnee has her friends that she had before she met me. I don't expect Shawnee to want to be best friends with me. I just came into this group expecting people to be open to get to know me. And if you're not, I feel like it's your loss, not mine. Like, right. I know what I bring to the table. I am the damn table. Come so on now. I'm good. Right? right. I'm we, good either we way. We had a showdown at dinner. <laughs> the ambiance, I can admit, it was fabulous. Um, the, you know, restaurant was nice. A right. big table so you guys could be spread out and not hit each other and do things to each other. It started off real quiet and awkward. Right. And um, <laughs> then Jackie, Jackie right, <laughs> then Jackie tries to lighten it up with this confession game with her Come messy on. self, honey. That's on Jackie's, brand for Jackie. Come on. Yeah, you know that's Jackie's thing. <laughs> and she's so neutral that you don't look at it as if she's being malicious. You look at it like, that's just Jackie But you know what? Jackie. She started with a sex question. So you already yeah. knew how Jackie was coming. She just wanted to keep it kinky. It yeah. was when it went. That's the who she is. Jackie yeah, and yeah, I just came all together. Right. So Jen gets straight to it. She asks Jen, did she speak on Shanice's name? And Jen straight up denies it. And and it's confusing because we're like looking at the breakdown like, oh, she's going to apologize. Even though she didn't say the specific words, but we just thought it would be a different uh, approach to um, her and Evelyn making amends. But it, it didn't happen that way because she didn't want to do it in front of everybody. Do you feel like if she would have done it in that moment, it wouldn't have gotten the resolve that it did at the end of the show? With they, no. Uh, I don't think the moment matters. I feel like 
at any point, if Jen chooses to own up to anything that she has denied in the past, it's going to be a I told you so moment no matter when it mm-hmm. is, whether there's an audience with the collective or not. So it's like it's literally you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. What do you guys think? Yeah, like you said, it really confused me as well how Jen just said no. But then again, like as we're talking and we're talking about editing and stuff like that, I just wonder like was it more of something? Oh that no, Jen she said responded? she said it just like that. Just that, was like, no, that wasn't the no, editing was. part. Okay, that was exactly <laughs> how it was that just, night. No, yeah, but then. On the flip side, you understand, like like you said, there's no wrong time to own up because they would have been poking at her regardless. But right. I can see where Jen would be embarrassed. Like now, all the people who you've been um, persuading that you never said any of this to, now you're at a table and it's a confessions game that gets right. you to say the truth. I, I mean, I wouldn't be lying about what I said, but I can see where I would be like, no. And then well, you have to you understand planned. if she says yes in this moment. That sets off a whole domino effect of over a year's worth of arguing that could have been resolved a long time ago. Exactly. If we take it back to Jackie's party, when Tammy brought out her phone and was like, girl, these text messages... So Jen saying yes in this moment in front of everybody and the world is her vindicating Tammy, vindicating Shawnee, vindicating Malaysia, and it's like... Are you ready for the vindication and then right, the backlash to right, come from it? Right, it's up right. to you. So, yeah, and that true. makes sense as to why she said she would rather do it in private, even though it's not private because she still did it on camera. Right. But at least with just Evelyn, Shawnee, and Dominique, the people that would be unbiased and that actually matter, it was easier for her to not have to deal with real backlash because Evelyn was able to be vulnerable in that moment and broke down. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And if you have oral diarrhea, you don't know what you say. Ooh. That's very true. Sometimes well, you don't know what especially you say. When so you're like sick. If you're, I drink, say that? if you're yeah. drinking, <laughs> if you've had a, a wine or two. If it's just something you've been holding dinner. on to for yeah. a long time. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes well, we know. made it through day one. <laughs> Thank God with no injuries or beat downs. And then Kristen decides to prank Jackie with the fake cockroach. Jackie was not having that. This she was she, corny. We could have skipped that. <laughs> womp womp. Yeah, they didn't have to include that. They could have read a whole other a minute or two they of could have ran a fight but it wasn't funny yeah. but Jackie you know she got the bigger room and Kristen decides this is the way she's gonna get back at her where did she we even get it from her. first like, of all Jackie's an OG and Kristen's been there I for like maybe uh, <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended but um, yeah Kristen's been there for like a beat so you don't have claims to any room especially when you're bringing a plus one that nobody knows facts you you don't know if Jackie wants a room. Jackie can have. If Jackie wants the house, Jackie can you have the tell house. Them. That's Absolutely. it. Absolutely, I agree a hundred percent. So that's when we get to the apology. I guess that was kind of like um, a way to like break the ice, and you know, Jen wasn't so like you know tense about everything. So um, what's the girl's name? Dominique. Um, the, the, yeah, Dominique, Dominique goes and get uh, Evelyn so that she can talk to Jen because you know. One thing I did like about Dominique, she got right up and she was like, I'm going to the main house. I'm going to just talk to the girls. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let this drama just keep brewing. Let's just hash it out. And I like that about Dominique and the fact that she went to get Evelyn so that we could get this resolved. And it happened. I'm so right. happy that they were able to hug it out. We heard the literal heartbeats through the microphone. Okay. okay? <laughs> it was it was that moment. So um, it was a lot of tears for me. Like, I'm so emotional when I watch, um, you know, just people breaking down. And I just love to see the women 
bring back the sisterhood because Absolutely. that's what it's about, right? Mm-hmm. We're Absolutely. about being a sister. So, how do you guys feel about the moment of 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 them? Making amends, and do you think it's going to last? Do you think Jen has learned her lesson? Do you well, think OG Evelyn? Can't say. I'm not answering that question because I know how this story she's is. She's going to so. ruin it. Right, well, I'll just go ahead and say that I like the moment. It was great. But um, also, I just noticed like how it's always, it's never a one on one. Someone always has someone in the corner. Like Dominique was there as witness, Shawnee mm-hmm. was there as witness, where I really would have thought that it was going to be Evelyn and Jen in that room because that's what we've been waiting for. How many, oh, she needs to come to me one on one, but yet we're still with audience. But we'll no, take it. I, I get what you're saying, but sometimes you need a mediator because it's like when the tensions are high and it's like we sometimes you might say something and it's like, no, bring it down. Like, let's just go back to right. what, what we're right. here for, which is the apology. Sometimes you need that. And I would just say, like, with Evelyn again, this it's always just one-sided tension because you said she needs to come to me. I'm not going to approach her. So you're saying that I'll have this conversation, but I'm not going to initiate it. Fine. Not mm-hmm. when Dominique comes down fresh in the morning, looking good, and she does, like, the fake square up as a joke, and you're like, baby, too soon. Like, come, come on. I mean, it was a little bit too soon, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, was, it, it really wasn't. Because when you think, it really when, wasn't. when you remember, you have to think, you have to remember the type of petty person Evelyn is. So, so do we have to do we oh, have no, to no, no. I'm you just know what saying I mean? Like her remember. pettiness, her. You also have to remember that she's never connected a punch, so it's not too soon. You're lucky Dominique <laughs> didn't beat the snot out of you, okay? Because she could have. Because she could have. Evelyn had no reason to attack Dominique. Yeah. She was new. She doesn't really know Dominique. If you look at what she said, she didn't say anything mm-hmm. negative. She, she just said Jen has been my friend for a long time. I have not known her to say anything negative about Evelyn. So anyone with a rational mind would not be angry at her. But mm-hmm. we're not dealing with people with rational minds. We're dealing with someone who's looking for a reason to be mad and that's a problem in itself. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like the point you made also when you said like word vomit. When Absolutely. you're just in that moment you just say things and you see a target and it's like okay, now you get it. Now you get it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want it? You can get it too. Yeah. Like it's yeah. just in that moment. That's very right. Evelyn's MO. Even I commend Dominique because she even came down to get Evelyn. She was just like, hey best friend, like keep killing her with kindness because mm-hmm. you keep telling the person you don't even <laughs> really gotta Dominique. be mad. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 I will say nice. this. Dominique and I met immediately instant coolness. Like mm-hmm. She's from Detroit. Troy, she's super down to earth. Like I absolutely love her energy. So, like as you can see, I was holding Evelyn back because I I'm like that. I yeah. didn't want anything to happen to Evelyn right. because mm-hmm. I know Dominique is from Detroit. Okay, right. they don't play <laughs> in Detroit. Okay, mm-hmm. so and she's also a sweetheart. So you don't want somebody on day one getting introduced to the group, or really day two or three, because she was at Shawnee's love event. Yeah. You don't want them to come in in a negative way when they didn't even get a chance yeah, to right. get to know anyone else. Right. You know, and plus uh Fur Baby was speaking on her pretty pretty Fur Baby She was speaking on Dominique illly before she even got a chance I to, to come to the who group. Fur Baby was I said, do they have pets on this show? We do sometimes. I'm Every now and then a chihuahua runs through. So. You guys, thank you so much. We're gonna get right into our news and Breaking news. So I had a little piece of news and gossip. I found an article um, on the Atlantic Black Star where Brandon Jennings, he has um, a young lady um, who's his baby mama who planned on being on the show. And she basically, he says it's not a real job. So how do you feel about like these basketball players, Brandon Jennings, you know Brandon Jennings? I do. How do you feel about these basketball players who get 
I guess, kind of afraid that their baby mama's going to be on the show and then they down talk the show? It depends on the relationship with that said player and their baby's mother. If they have a core relationship, they have a trust thing, then they're not worried about any of their private information Mm -hmm. coming out. Because at the end of the day, you got to deal with this person for life. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say this. If you receive a check and it's signed and you fill out a a W-2, I-9, 1099, whatever you fill out, it's a job. (laughs) Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. I think Adeze has a piece of news and gossip. OG blasts Evelyn and Phoebe after they accuse her of wearing a inauthentic Louis Vuitton shirt. OG took to Instagram, posting herself looking great in her Louis Vuitton shirt, and she says that it's vintage. Mm-hmm. And on last episodes, on last episode, Evelyn and Phoebe claimed that they called their Louis Vuitton girl, and she verified that it was inauthentic. <laughs> OG then took to she Instagram. Giggles. What? <laughs> she giggles. Uh, I cannot. OG then it. took to Instagram, showed her receipts of thirty-six thousand dollars that she spent on her apparel, and called Evelyn and Phoebe lying goats. Now we have OG hey, in the studio right girl. now. Okay, so uh, what did you? get the, the vintage Louis shirt from. So here's the thing. Everyone thinks by the word vintage, I mean it's an old Louis Vuitton shirt. No. The vintage is the monogram print, okay? Mm. Louis Vuitton actually came back out with that vintage monogram print in blue, orange, and yellow this year. It sure did. So it came, I got it in 2014, okay? It's not vintage like it was made in 1992 or 1983. Mm-hmm. It's the vintage print they brought back and made it into that monogram shirt. It actually comes in men's as well, which is why I bought it an extra small because it's knit, and so you want it to fit snug, as you saw, snug me pretty right and tight. So it's pretty embarrassing that I don't even talk about you negatively at all, and you are going behind my back and calling rep. I asked her, have your rep call my rep. I get stuff shipped to me. I go to stores. I shop for myself. And guess what? When you shop for yourself, you get to keep your receipts. Now, if someone's buying it for you on their credit card, you don't have receipts. Or you have a stylist and you just pull. Thank you. You pull the looks and never wear them again. Still got the tag on. I don't do that. I like shopping. I enjoy shopping. That's my cardio. I have Costa Mesa. She said that's my cardio. <laughs> South Costa <laughs> is my spot. A football player. So okay. shopping that's my cardio. cardio. <laughs> it really is. And so it's pretty sad. That's why I was laughing. It's like, you said this to be malicious and you can only make up so many lies before I'm going to pull your whole card every single time. Lying mm-hmm. And you pulled it. Wait, can you explain the <laughs> Let it flow now. <laughs> Let so, it flow. So, if you know any Nigerians, you know that we are the kings and queens of insults. Hello. And we will literally call you anything. And one of literally, <laughs> and, it, and it makes sense. So, one thing that is a, like a shameful thing, Ewu and Ibo, is uh-huh. goat. Uh-huh. So, like, if you're a goat, you could be a goat because you're playing yourself. You could be a goat because you're stupid. Mm-hmm. And if you're a lying goat, then you're mm-hmm. a lying, stupid person who's playing themselves. It's like, so, it's kind of like heifer, like calling somebody heifer or... Somewhat, but so, goats, goats, goats can be used in a positive or a negative. Yeah. We just use it in an insult. It's it's actually a delicacy when you eat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when we're insulting you, like I truly believe, and you could probably co-sign this, that Nigerians are probably the only ones that are capable of making fun of somebody with the alphabet. Like <laughs> hey, what you gonna hey leggy hey shape like a p. You know we're the only ones that can really dig you with the alphabet or an animal, and anything, it's like and, you, and it's so insulting. <laughs> right. But it's like the people receiving it are like wait. You call me a what? A letter a P? Lying right. goat. So if you see goat in capital letters, it means greatest of all time. If you mm-hmm. see it in lowercase letters and it's not something 
nice. Just know you're an animal who eats anything, who does anything. Eat, eat we off have the ground. <laughs> All right. So we have some trending tweets from the sh- from the super fans of the show. They're talking about the show. Um, Lexi Love, Tammy is doing so good. I'm so happy she married and business is good. Um, yes, we love Tammy and she's staying out of the drama. She's, yes. she's not at all the events like she usually is. She doesn't have to be. Tammy is booked. Tammy is busy. <laughs> you see what I mean? She has been doing this for a long time. I commend her in everything yes. that she does. So she and, don't gotta be there. She's and, there in spirit. Oh yes, and Ja Jari and didn't Yanla fix Evelyn's life? Why is she still on TV behaving like a hood rat? Okay, that's a read, you guys. Um, I think she she's learning now. She's learning how to control her anger. She's starting. I think so? By the end of the episode, she's starting. I you hope. Think so? mm. Okay. All right, Drake Cole, he says, I love Jackie's energy this season. We all love it. How about. Is she changing? Do you feel like she's always been this way? Jackie's or? the same Jackie with That's me. That's what I thought. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't. I don't see her doing anything. I think they're just not villainizing her this exactly. time. Yeah. That's all yeah. it is. Yeah. Exactly. We also have some comments from people in the live chat. Um, Runner Girl says they jealous of the chocolate girl. Hey, it sure is now. Uh, CC Freak says you better say that OG. I'm already here for OG getting these heifers together at hey. the reunion. <laughs> Julie B says yes, OG and Janelle. Isaac says Cece is classy and pretty. She petty. Is. Uh, petty? Oh, petty. Oh, okay. oh, well, oh, you missed an R. Cece is, I'm sorry. Cece is classy petty. Oh. oh. Okay. Okay, well, I read that wrong. I'm just going to Take out a T. Whatever. Whatever. So, OG, we play a little game on the show called yes. Invasion of the Closet Snatchers. Okay. Yes, I'm and so excited to play this game. Okay. Because <laughs> fashion thing is not that. Okay. All right. Amen. So, it's a bump off of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. So, you're going to tell us whose closet you would snatch. And you have to pick um, someone. From the show? Well, we have options for you. We oh, have girl, between child. Kristen and... Next slide. <laughs> chill, chill. Next slide. Um, <laughs> if I see that denim jacket one Not more the time denim. and that freaking well, why forever does, 12. You know what I always notice? Why does Christian always wear what somebody else wears on the show? How does this happen? Girl. Wait, OG. Point it out. Don't tell me you have something against the petite girls talking about forever 12. I am for sure a forever 21 <laughs> okay. fan. I will have a Forever 21 moment at any given time. Okay. Petite, I was once petite. I was, they used to call me olive oil before I started <laughs> no. putting some weight on. You know what I mean? It's not that. It's it's not what you wear. Mm-hmm. It's how you wear it and how you carry yourself. Okay. And you guys will learn very soon that I've been sewing since I was six years old. So these, the, the fashion comments, those in one ear and out the oh, other because very soon they will be buying my clothes. Thank Hello. You. She got business. Thank okay. you. She switched to 21. So, a Daisy, whose closet would you snatch? CC's in this one. You would? Yeah. Yes. Oh, wait, no, that's FUBU. I'm f- sorry. Oh, you got caught her. Oh, my gosh. Phoebe, I know who sorry. it is. It's Kristen and FUBU, and I would snatch oh, you, CC's, CC's outfit. Okay, let's fashion. go with CC. I got you. Okay. Um, CC for 500, please. Okay. God, make it so hard. I'm, I'm just going to snatch Phoebe's closet for this picture because um, I can't wear the baggier. I'm curvy, so the baggier clothing makes me look baggier. So mm. I'm just going to snatch the dress for today and keep it cool and calm and collected. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. That looks more like a jacket to me, not a dress. So I would go with what Fubu, Phoebe is wearing. Um, I like the colors, I guess. Okay. And it's tight. I love tight stuff. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, I think I would 
go with Phoebe's because Kristen is very safe and she's kind of on the not to call her basic, but her closet is really safe and basic. And um, well, it's I gotta just, be your closet. She's borrowing Cece's closet. Yeah, 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 it's gotta be your closet. Oh, 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 that's why she says CC. All right, we gotta get some some questions answered. We we asked you a oh few, but I just want to yeah. know: Would you ever elope like Tammy did? Nothing against eloping. It depends on the relationship. Me, because there's so much tradition that comes with being African and having to do traditional and having to change and do your money dance and stuff, I I, I don't think I would be allowed to elope. At all. <laughs> hey. At all. I, I have a question as well, piggybacking off the African. We are Nigerian, and so as a Nigerian, growing up in a Nigerian household... Sometimes we find resistance from our parents about the career choices that we choose Absolutely. because it's different than what they have set out for us. Mm-hmm. So when you became a football player and now a reality TV star, did your parents or family give you any resistance? Were they supportive? Was it a little bit in the middle? As you will know, and any Nigerian listening right now will know, the resolution to any Nigerian problem is to make sure the money matches. Pretty much. <laughs> so if the money matches the occupation, they don't compare. Also, hey, my daughter. Yeah, well, if, you're, if you're no longer a doctor, if you're making as much as a doctor or a lawyer, it doesn't matter. matter. But my mom knows that. In the back of my mind, I still want to do law, and that's why I'm going to law school. It's not about the money. It's about the passion. So she's happy about that. Awesome. I want to piggyback off a football question also. So I know, you know, kids is somewhere, something that you do want to pursue. Would you be okay with your daughter following your footsteps and being you being like a football player and knowing the roughness and toughness of it and how dangerous it can be? Would you be okay if your daughter wanted to explore that side or would you try absolutely. to? Okay. No, absolutely. It would have to be around the age I did it. I was a full grown woman how when I started old were you? I was 25. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mature. I was fully grown. Mm-hmm. I had yeah. already sustained multiple injuries playing soccer, mm-hmm. volleyball, track, and basketball. So for me, it was it was something that was not there for me to do at the age of six, which is smart. I don't want to have my daughter or my son doing that at such an early age because they haven't developed yet. Right. So, absolutely. Okay. So, I want to ask you, how big are you on forgiveness? Because I know we've had um, some, you know, tense moments with you and some of the cast. If they were to come to you and apologize and being genuine, would you hold a grudge? or? Would you I mean, they apologized to me last year. Y'all just didn't get to see it. And I, I accepted it. And then we came back for the next rodeo and they're still talking shit. Yeah. So, you got so to So, it wasn't really- genuine. Exactly. If you apologize, you cannot create or reduplicate the same sin again. Because right. then you, it's like mm-hmm. your apology was bullshit. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so how do you deal with or rise above the drama? I saw you kind of just walked away and went to the guest house. I, I can this ignore. Episode. Girl, I can ignore like the best of them. I will act like I think that's even worse sometimes. That'll because I'm on a show and I cannot not have exactly. dialogue. I will be very vocal. That's what I'm getting paid to do. They value my opinion, but at the same time, the second I start ignoring you, mm-hmm. you will feel it, yeah. and that's when you start feeling the shift. Then it's like hi OG, hi OG. It's, no, right. no, it's not hi OG right. anymore. So what keeps you coming back to the show? Honestly, to be 100% with you guys, you guys are getting exclusive right now. Oh, I'm like, I'm glad I asked. I was actually asked to be on the show in 2012. Mm-hmm. And at the person I was dating at that time, I did not have a relationship with him that was strong enough for the show. Mm. He was an athlete, and I did not want to be on the show, so Smart. I didn't find it. So it's not really coming back to the show. For me, I saw a growth in the show. I saw a platform that was there that was offered to me. And in my opinion, it's it's kind of now was the perfect moment mm-hmm. to give people something different. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm the first athlete who came on as an active yes, athlete, and my man is an active athlete. That's what a lot of people forget to to give him. Yeah, like, uh-huh. he's the only person who's currently Working. playing uh-huh. exactly, which is what people want to see. And hopefully, we can take the girls to a game and they see it again. Right now, we're dealing with a lot of people who've either already been married or divorced. I still have a lot more to give. I haven't mm-hmm. had a child yet. I've never been married. Kwame's never been married. He's never had a child yet. I'm looking Sound for like my, a spinoff. I'm, I'm looking, looking for my spinoff. Okay. Sis. You okay? And speaking of something different, you have many things in the works. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you're in law school. Yes. Um, you have a clothing line in the works. You got the bobble butts. What, what all do you... Like, just give us the rundown of what we can expect from you and where we can get all this stuff. You literally said the most important ones right now and um, I'm going to be launching it on my website which is iheartog.com so I'm trying to go in order. Um, Law school takes three years. If I do accelerate Mm -hmm. it's two years. Mm -hmm. So I'm not trying to talk about it too much because I'm not even close to graduating yet but please believe Mm -hmm. when that time comes everyone will be there. You know what I mean? So what kind of law? Entertainment law? I would love to either do contractual or entertainment but I haven't picked an emphasis yet. Okay. Amazing. Congratulations on all those plans and good luck with everything. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It was a great show. Thanks for stopping by OG. I'm your host, Miss Conversation Peace. You can check me out on Instagram at M-I-S-S Conversation Peace. Follow my lovely panelists and OG. Tell them where to find you at. iheartog.com, iheartog on Instagram and Twitter. (laughs) One a day is at one A-D-A-E-Z-E. Instagram at I am B underscore Cheyenne C-H-I-A-N-N-E. All right, we'll be back next week with more team, more guests. You guys have Stay tuned. We're signing off. Oh no, we just we just, just say bye. Just bye. Just bye. Our founder Kevin Undergaro and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first; we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 